Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Welcome back to Starting a Private Practice Podcast. I'm Miranda Palmer. And I'm Kelly Higdon. We are two therapists helping you go through your process of starting a private practice from scratch. This time we're talking about websites. Last time we went into an overview and today we're diving into frequently asked questions about your website and moving forward. All right. So a common question that we have gotten around building your website still lingers in the, I can't do this myself and I need to hire someone. How do I hire someone to build my website? So first and foremost, you need to get really clear on exactly what you're looking for. Are you looking for someone to write your website, to do the SEO, to design the website, to just do the technical pieces, like really get clear. A website designer typically will literally just design the look of your website. A website, and sometimes a website designer is separate from a website developer. The website developer actually makes your website a website. They'll take the pictures from the designer and Make make it functional and make it a real thing. So make sure that you understand the difference between that and find out some designers will do the development and actually make it functional. Some will not. Okay. You need, if you want someone to write your copy, you need a copywriter. Now, let me just tell you the amount of people that come to us who've spent thousands of dollars on copywriting. And it is, it's not just not good. Y'all it's bad. It's bad. Um, I truly believe for probably 95, 98% of therapists, you can write better bad copy than your copywriter can. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're going to write copy that makes more sense than what they do. So I would rather you give it a try. Um, even with our free resources, we have a marketing masterclass where we, um, that's free, or at least for right now it's free. Um, that you can go in and learn how to write copy for a page of your website, like use that versus going in and hire a copywriter. And then finally, you have search engine optimization or an SEO person. So even if you found a cheap designer developer, um, even sometimes like on um, on like Fiverr, Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Um, And they don't do a whole lot and it'll be like $500 for them to just copy and paste your material into it. Well, I don't think that's a good use of $500 for them to copy and paste your material in there. And then we say, well, what about a copywriter? If you're going to use a copywriter, please, please, please make sure that the copy that they're writing actually is engaging. Authentic. Authentic. If If it starts with, have you been struggling with uh, alcoholism for a long time? Are you at the end of your rope? That's not it, y'all. That is, if it sounds like an infomercial, if you were to read it out loud, that's probably not what your client is looking for in our current modern society. They're looking for someone who can really identify the pain that they're going through 
um, and that's going to speak to them. And again, the most common thing that I see, especially with kind of the old school copywriting and people that haven't continued to progress, is it'll start with six or eight questions, and then it will give the symptoms of, of anxiety or what have you, and then it'll say, call this place for a consultation or call for an appointment, and it's not going to work. So you have a few options. You can hire pieces of the website out. Mm -hmm. You can hire someone to do bigger projects such as writing content and designing. There are also options of like membership plans where you can go to a company, they have templates, they say they will do everything for you. Really be sure you're clear on what everything is. Oftentimes they're just providing the template you're providing the copy, they plug it in and they manage the security of the website so that maybe it doesn't get hacked, those kinds of things. But it doesn't mean that they're going to be actively involved in making sure that your website is findable. Here's another question. Mm -hmm. I've had my website up for three months and no one's calling. And I can't tell if I'm ranking. Is my website working for me? Yeah. So first and foremost, this is why it is important to, to hook up your analytics for most, and it depends on where you're at, certain areas of the, of certain cities or certain key phrases you might want to rank for. It could take somewhere between three months or a year to be on the first page of Google, which I know some of you are like, <gasps> with effort. Yeah. With effort. Um, that's terrifying, but please know your marketing plan is more than SEO. There's a lot of other pieces and your website is more than just finding up on Google. Your website, when it starts to show up on Google, it's like magic because then you don't have to do as much marketing. You don't have to do as much, um, you know, relationship building. It can be a steady stream of clients for you. Like that can be magic, but right now it's not going to feel as magical but you're starting something from scratch. You're building it from the ground up, right? So it's really important to connect and Squarespace has some analytics built into it. And if you just click on the analytics and the search keywords, it'll literally prime you to go and connect it in with Google. And you'll be able to see like, oh, I didn't show up for any search terms. Now I'm showing up and I'm at like 92, 92, which means you're the 92nd thing down on the list. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you write a few blogs and you're like, oh, I'm like 62. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can see that that's working. Now I'm still not getting phone calls. I'm probably not going to get phone calls until I'm third or fourth or go. fifth or sixth or seventh on the Google search results. There you go. How many of you guys are like scrolling pages and pages through search results? You kind of search, search through maybe the first page or two and then you're like, oh, maybe I use the wrong terms. And then you'll search again, mm -hmm. right? So please, um, please know that it's progress, not perfection. The amount of therapists in our business school who will say, Miranda, what I'm doing isn't working. I think I'm going to change my website. I'm going to change my keywords. And I'll go and look and I'll find that they're like number 11. You're almost they're on like the first page. Almost the first page. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, like it's going to be magic. Like if you just give it a second, like they'll schedule a a coaching call with me. And I'll be like, if you just waited a week, like you're going to think it's magic that you did this coaching call with me and that made all the difference, but it's actually, you were right on the cusp. And then they literally like messaged me the last week, like, oh my God, you were right. Like, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like this magic. We will be talking about marketing. So don't, don't, don't fret. Yeah. <laughs> the 
the idea that you just create a website and that's all that you do is not it. And it takes a while for that website to be findable by the search engine. So give yourself time and then we'll move into the marketing plan in upcoming episodes where we'll talk about how to drive people to that website, how to get the phone ringing. Yeah. I think the other thing that people, um, the other big question that I get is like, my website doesn't feel like as fancy as I'd like it to feel. Mm-hmm. Like I look at these other websites, I look at everybody else's stuff and it looks just, it looks so pretty. Um, what about my, what, like, I feel like I can't make something that's beautiful like that. Right. So I used to work in Orange County. Uh, it's oh pretty wealthy County in Southern California. And on the outside, people look like they have it all. But having been a therapist in private practice, I can attest to many were in serious financial ruin, even though they might fly private jets around, they were all in debt. Like there's a lot of things on the surface. So things can look really pretty, but it doesn't mean that their phone is ringing, that they're getting the right clients, that their website's findable. Focus on you being a light in the world and being really clear about who you serve, how you serve them and being findable by these people. And you can make things pretty down the line. We've gone through, I don't know how many versions of our own website. We've had some very ugly versions and we still had a business Mm -hmm. and we still serve people because at the end of the day, the proof was in the outcomes, not Mm -hmm. in how fancy the website looked. Yeah. And again, I will take a website and even if I'm looking for a therapist for a, as a referral for somebody else, for a colleague or a community member or what have you, if I go to a website and it looks gorgeous, but if I can't see the person's picture, if there's no personality there, you're not clear on what they I'm do. I'm not clear what you do, where your specialties are. I'm not going to refer to that person. Right. I'm going to refer to somebody where I can get a clear sense of who they are from the moment that I get there. I'd rather do something with a video. I don't want to leave 17 voicemails and wait for a call back for six weeks or something to to figure out who someone is. Like a website is an amazing tool, not just for directly to clients, but also referrals and connecting in with colleagues Mm -hmm. who may refer to you. Another question I've gotten is what, when picking a platform, I know we talked about Squarespace, but when picking Mm -hmm. a platform, what are the key elements that any platform I choose must have for hosting my website? You know, what, what are the things that I need to have? What essentials does my website need to have? You need to have the ability to have the blog integrated. Um, and most of them do nowadays, but still not all. It's so crazy. There is a membership one that still does not. Yeah, there's still, you'll see even there's some companies out there that were like, hey, you can get a free website um, as part of this process, you know, even like simple practice, right? They offer a free website. That free website isn't doing anything for you. Um, it, if it does not have like blog capabilities built in, it's not, it's not for you. It needs to have the ability to have multiple pages. You need to be able to have set your search engine optimization, your key phrases um, for the back end of your site per page, which again, this feels, I know this feels like a little bit technical, um, but these are the things that we look into, right? Um, of the things that we know in the back end and that we teach people through our business school, it needs to have per page there. 
and it needs to be automatically responsive um, and responsive meaning whether you're on a desktop or a phone or a tablet, it still looks beautiful and nothing's getting cut off jumbled or, or jumbled or weird. I also really like that Squarespace has the, um, the numbers, the analytics built in, and they do some things, even if you don't hook it to Google, you can still get a significant amount of data. And then if you type it, if you hook it into Google Analytics, you can get a lot more data and it feels less stressful than like going to Google Analytics or going to Google Search mm -hmm. Console it makes all of our brains explode. So I feel like Squarespace kind of puts it there, makes it easy. I can go in easily to our clients' websites and see exactly what is happening and with their traffic um, and how it's changing over time. Um, even, you know, and again, everything shifts and changes. Brighter Vision has been a popular um, kind of membership designer site that people will use. They, they build on WordPress, um, but, and they have an option where you can pay or our business schoolers get free access to the analytics, but it's still in a separate like login with a different username and password. And the amount of the clients that don't end up going and looking yeah. at that just because they're like, I can't remember what the website address, I don't know how to get there. Um, and so I love that Squarespace is built into that. Like, I love that Brighter Vision is putting the analytics out there, but the fact that it's not right there in the one spot, I think makes it hard. And this kind of brings up what you've talked about in the past of how another feature in the website, it has to be accessible. Like you have to at least know how to log in, even yeah. if you hire a designer yeah. and someone to come do all the stuff for you. Many a therapist has crossed our doors saying, I, I hired someone to build this and I don't know how to get in it. I don't have the password. I don't know. I, I got in. locked out. I, got I, locked out. I messaged the person however long ago. I don't know if they died or so they're just not responding. You need access to whatever yeah. you choose to work with as yeah. well. And I, and I think nowadays, right, do you know how to open a Word document? Most of us do. Do you know how to edit it? Most of us do. Do you know how to edit a PowerPoint? Maybe you're not the best PowerPoint designer, but you can go in and change a word. You could update and mm -hmm. like whatever. It should be that easy for your website that you could go in, figure out where the word is and go, oh, I said a profanity inadvertently instead of the word I meant to. You know what I mean? Like I was supposed to say cook and that's not what it says. Like I need to be able to change that. I need to be able to update my phone number. I need to be able to remove an employee who's no longer employee, whatever the dynamic is, you need to have access. Let's see. I was trying to think. I know. I think we went through our list of questions. I'm trying to think if there are any other questions that did not get submitted to us that might be important. Oh, I, here's the other, the other thing. Uh, other big question. Hey, I want to have pictures for my website or my blog. Where should I, where can I get pictures? Can I just use any picture off of the internet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even like sites where you can get free images, you need to read the terms and conditions of what they can be used for. A lot of them, especially if you're using it on a mental health website, do not want people's faces being used. So you need to be careful in terms of where you're getting your images from. And can I also just say, this brings up another point of when you're choosing images, you want it to be reflective of the clients you serve and your community. If 
bring in diversity, bring mm -hmm. in so that when someone, a client shows up, they see themselves, that they feel safe, that they feel comfortable. And you want your website to be accessible in this way that things are legible and that the visuals make sense and call to them. But wherever you get those visuals from, you need to be sure that they can be used on a mental health site. And the and for commercial purposes, yes, right. You are even if you haven't made a dime yet, y'all. You are a commercial organization. In fact, I have a great. There's a blog somewhere out there. I ended up costing a nonprofit. Uh, I think it was a, was a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. Um, because I used a, an image that somebody had given me permission to use. And it turned out they didn't have permission to give me permission to use it. And it was used on an event thing. I was, I was on the board for our local mental health or marriage and family therapist organization. And we were having an event coming in and it was even a derivative of it. Like the original I or something that I got I would have never used, but there was an eye with a rainbow prism going through it. And it was an LGBTQ training. And I thought, oh, this is great. I asked, they said, sure. They didn't have permission. And so suddenly we're getting a letter in the mail saying, hey, you owe us $2,000 for using this image. Um, and we were able to talk them down to a thousand. And even after talking to an attorney, they said, no, like this is what they can do. Yeah. And nowadays there's actually... Um, like there's places that specifically kind of purposefully set up these dynamics. And as soon as you use an image, they'll, they'll know. So here's some other things. You can take image, you can take pictures yourself. You could take pictures of friends um, or colleagues. Mm -hmm. You could get together with a bunch of colleagues and do images with one another. Um, there are, again, Pexels can be a place um, where they do things for commercial purposes. Um, but also, again, make sure that it's not being seen as you're like looking at this person in a bad light or saying this person has a mental health diagnosis. Although I still don't think mental health diagnosis should be thought of as well, disparaging. This is how we perpetuate stigma. And <laughs> at the same time, we don't want you to get hit with legal yeah. fees. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So can we take a deep breath in? <sighs> And can we go back to like the real purpose of the website is that you get to be present 24 seven while you're sleeping and helping someone who's hurting, who's scared, who's feeling alone. That's what your website is. There's a lot of logistics to your website, whether you hired or hired out or not. If you want to invest in your business, I'm going to say this and I know it's like maybe poor form. But honestly, if you really want to invest in your business and you want to do it right, I would 10 out of 10 recommend joining our business school over piecemealing and paying for outsourcing these different individual pieces, because you're probably going to end up joining later and going, oh, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know how to ask for what I really needed. And I didn't realize that actually that was super simple. Like that's something I could have done myself. Mm -hmm. Um and it, it wasn't worth the $500, you're going to end up spending that amount of money in just little bits here and there that you didn't need to um, without the support that you need. So. so if you want more free resources and to get more information about what we're talking about today, you can go to our website, zinnime.com slash pod. That Z is in zebra, but I in yellow. It was a Nancy. No. <laughs> 
Just a reminder, domain names matter. Yes, they do. <laughs> and you'll get access to a lot of our free trainings and resources. Mm -hmm. And our next episode, we're going to be helping a therapist with their website, which will be really fun to do since this is an audio, I mean, podcast is audio, but we're going to do it in a way that you can actually get from it what you need and learn some really great lessons with this clinician. Yeah. Until next time, y'all. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.